welcome back. Welcome, welcome to the Take for Take podcast. It is Tuesday, August 29th. Boys, how we feeling? We'll be feeling better after a, a championship win. I know, Trent, you're probably going to say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, got the win in the semifinals, uh, beat the, upset the number one seed, and just couldn't... Uh, finish the deal but uh we're gonna come back hungrier next hungrier next year yeah almost shocked the nation uh, but um yeah i'm I'm, i mean it's 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 tough mondays are gonna be pretty depressing moving forward without (laughs) looking forward to softball but you know we'll be all right yeah we'll make it work it sucks because that first game felt like a um felt like a championship game it just had that kind of it just kind of had that feel to it but i'm sure you guys all tuned in watched but yeah we'll uh, be back we'll be back but uh yeah we got a nice little episode for you guys nfc west preview um yeah i mean pretty self sample and self-explanatory gauge gauges niners got a lot to talk about with that um talk yeah. about how bad the cardinals are but without further ado we're gonna jump right into our recap of week zero felt like week zero came and went pretty quickly six games six not very good games but yeah, overall reaction, fellas, of week zero. I think it was uh, – I don't think there was a lot of hype that I had to live up to um, just because the slate wasn't anything over the top or super exciting. But, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I came rushing home from the gym that morning um, ready to sit my ass on the couch for hours on end, just ready to just ready to watch football. I didn't really care who was playing. But yeah. turning on the uh, Notre Dame-Navy game and supporting the troops and – their triple option offense with the new rule we talked about a little bit earlier, but the new rule um, with the running clock not stopping after first downs and things like that kind of it kind of paid dividends to my my take on the under. Uh, I think the game ended forty two to three. Under was forty nine and a half. Um, I think that was the only game of the slate that I watched from start to finish. But yeah, I mean, like you said, Austin, it came and went pretty fast and. I like that because we're that much closer to the, to the real stuff starting off. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I did not know that that was a new rule. Like, we, we I didn't have the volume on for the Notre Dame game when we were watching it. But um, I just, like, saw the kept, or clock kept running, and I just assumed, like, they were up 28 nothing at that point. So I just assumed that it was, like, like a, a point differential thing. Like, you get up by a certain po- number of points, and they, like, run the clock. But I had no idea that... They just did away with with that rule, which I'm pissed about. Yeah, I, I know it was Navy, but I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts on on Notre Dame because I mean they've really never had a quarterback like Sam Hartman. Sam Howes or uh, Sam he looked, Hartman is him, bro. Yeah, he looked really good. He looked really good on and off the field. If y'all know what I mean, <laughs> I mean that man has beautiful, beautiful brushes, uh, black hair, and just a perfect beard. But any, anyway, I'll digress. Uh, he, uh, he's, a, he's a hell of a quarterback too. Yeah, he's been there. And, I mean, this uh, is this is his sixth year, and he's breaking all these records, which he should. But boy, can play. Boy, can really, really play. Yeah, man, it's going to be really fun to watch them against Ohio State in a couple weeks. Yeah, um, Gage, I know had the under in that game, which cashed. I was on Notre Dame minus the twenty and a half. That was. Wasn't my favorite play of the week, but I was very, very, very confident in it. So, love that. They went up 14, 14 nothing right away, and you could tell that they were going to fucking run away with this game. 
Trent, you didn't have any plays in that. Or did you have any plays in that game? You're muted, big dog. Sorry, guys. Love that. Uh, Just talking to himself. <laughs> I'm still shook up over our loss today. <laughs> uh, no, I, no uh, I didn't have anything in Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Game, game, sorry. Just uh, just sat back and watched. That FIU plus the 11 and a half. That was my one winner. They were leading a lot of that game. I ended up losing um, but covering. And then I was on the under in the USC game. And yikes. And I don't, I don't know if you guys watched that game, but I tried um, to tell you about their defense, bro. The defense is not it. The defense is not good. Uh, like they, they're like San Jose State was moving the ball any chance they got, but uh, UC's offense looks better than ever. I mean, that that freshman, uh, I think it's Zachariah Branch, is how you pronounce it. Branch, yeah. God, he's electric, man. He's a true freshman, top five recruit in the country, and he uh, he had a kick return touchdown. He was making plays all over the field. Um, so he was he's electric, man. He's going to be really fun to watch for a couple of years. Yeah, um, Caleb Williams. So, Caleb Williams played really, really, really well, but there was they were gassing him the fuck up, bro. He threw like two or three like slants or screens that the receivers broke off for touchdowns, and they were sucking him off. Yeah, I know you were hot watching. Like they're good. I mean, he's really good, but it's like he threw like a five yard screen. Or like a comeback screen, and the guy broke four tackles, took it to the house, and they're like, "What a play, Caleb Williams!" Like, what are we doing? But he did have that fucking uh, drop, snap, dime piece down the field, or whatever that ended up being a touchdown. That was pretty nice. See, I thought that play was overrated because he just dropped. He should have dropped the snap. Yeah. And then just picked it up and launched it through like 50, 60 yards, but. I mean, that, that's the good part, but, like, I would think most NFL quarterbacks can make that play. Right. And they probably don't drop the snap. Now I sound like a hater. But, uh, <laughs> why don't you guys go over your plays, then we'll jump into the NFC West. Gage, go ahead, brother. Yeah, so, like I said, I had the under in the Notre Dame game, and that hit. I also had, um, unfortunately, USC minus 31 and a half. They ended up winning by 28. So that was a, uh, a close-knit loss. But those were my only two plays of the, of the weekend. So, yeah. yeah, one and one to start the year could be worse. But we'll, we'll take 500 and, and keep chugging along. Not not in the red, so that's good. I, that's would, I was in the red. I was one and two. Um, just talked about the Notre Dame win. Yep. Um, yeah, you gotta apologize. Gotta apologize to those. Uh, yeah, I'm those gonna apologize. I am gonna apologize to UMass. Um, said some I, mean things last week, man. I still don't think you're very good. Um, New Mexico State is now. I had them minus six and a half. Um, I did say some pretty disrespectful things towards UMass, but New Mexico State is now an automatic fade for me moving forward. Um, I don't really give a fuck who they play. If I have any action on that game, it will be against New Mexico State. They lost by 20, I think it was, outright as a touchdown favorite. That was just brutal. They got absolutely dominated in the second half of that game. It was crazy to watch. But, um, yeah, I'll give the I'll give apologies to, to UMass. You guys showed out week one. I'm still not going to bet you moving forward, but 
Um, and my second loss was Ohio plus two and a half. Um, I think I'm not going to say they outplayed New Mexico or uh, San Diego State, but if Curtis Rourke doesn't get hurt early on in the game, I think they win that game outright. I think it was ten to six at halftime, ten to seven, something like that, and they end up losing by a touchdown. But um, I mean. Yeah, I mean, that game was really, really close. It was a really fun game to watch. There was a lot of defense being played, but, yeah, I mean, not, I mean. He got, he got hurt early, didn't he? Yeah, it was one of the first few possessions of the game. And then I forget who their backup came in, or who their backup is, but he came in and threw two picks on three drives, just looked really, really bad. I mean, he, he couldn't throw a deep ball to save his life, man. Like, there were two or three touchdowns that he had just wide open on go balls down the sideline and he overthrew the guy by 10 15 yards like it wasn't even close but uh, cj harris he's a senior uh, he was 18 of 41 with three interceptions so yeah i'm not great uh, yeah but he... so that's a tough loss for you we'll we'll have to uh we'll tweet out picks every week um just so we can keep keep tally of it throughout the year the boys are uh off to a little bit of a slow start, but you know, <laughs> that's, that's to be expected. Week zero got the best we'll, of us. Uh, yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll rally and we'll get you some winners for week one. But yeah, let's uh let's transition here. Let's talk about the big boys. Let's talk about the. We are in the thick of these NFL previews. Uh, we're almost done. Appreciate you guys for uh, tagging along and for all your patience with these. I know it's a lot, but we're almost there. NFC West Gage's Niners is today. Then we have the AFC North, Trent's Brownies, and the NFC North coming later this week. We'll have those all out before next Thursday, which is the kickoff of the NFL season. But, um, Gage, you know what we got to start start with. We're going to start with the Niners and their 10.5 projected win total. But cool, Tra- Trey Lance, now a Dallas Cowboy, traded for, what was it, a, a 12-pack Four of founders. Diet Coke and... Some granola bars or something, I think. He was traded for a Happy Meal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could go on and on about that. I think I think all the big boys on like ESPN and every other sports show um, kind of laid into it. So if you guys are listening to this, you've most likely heard all the hate that's come from those guys. But, I mean, what a, what a mess, right? Like, what a catastrophe of a... I don't even know. How, I don't even know how to describe it. You know what I mean? I think the yeah. only reason that Kyle Shanahan and that owner and GM have a job is because Mister Irrelevant did something that nobody expected him to do last year. I think if he fumbles the bag last year and this was to happen in the off season, um, I mean, who, who, who's to know where these where Kyle Shanahan and those guys stand? You know what I mean? That was one of the worst moves I've ever I've ever even seen. Giving up three. But they gave up three first-round picks, and they traded up to get him. Correct. They okay. traded up, traded up to number three to get him. Passing up on all those, all those <laughs> yeah. receivers that are now in the league now. Um, yeah, that's what that's what I, I want to run through this really quick. I have this pulled up. So this is uh, the twenty twenty-one draft: Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance. Niners traded up to number three to get Trey Lance. Listen to some of these names that that he passed up on. I really, I really don't want to listen. To Not really. They, yeah, they didn't really pass up on him, but like they traded up to take him right. over all these names. They passed up. They passed yeah. up. Yeah, correct. Yeah. You got 
Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Penny Sewell, J.C. Horn, Devontae Smith, Patrick Sertain, Justin Fields. That's, that's enough. Micah Parsons, Bro. Rashawn Slater, Alex Leatherwood. They fucking fumbled the bag. Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. <laughs> yeah, you could you could have stopped before Alex Alex Leatherwood. But, Dude, it is uh, horrible. <laughs> no, it's it's bad. It, it it's probably the worst trade ever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. In NFL history. Um, I mean, it, it's so weird, man. It's really weird. I know we've harped on this in the past. And maybe we're, we'll sound like, or whatever. But like, I just don't get the logic. If you're gonna take a quarterback that, like Trey Lance's skill set, why not take somebody like Justin Fields, who's like way more proven, doing it at a way higher level? Right. Turns out, like, from what I was reading, like, right when they got Trey Lance in there, they're like, wait a minute, like he's not nearly the athlete we thought he was. Like he doesn't, he does, he's not twitchy. He doesn't get out of pocket as well as we thought and like i think fields is is thought of as even better than that than he was in college now so even if you look at the athlete side i think it's not close and then field was was a much better throw of the football in college at a higher level so i just don't get the logic there with the pick and i mean they're it's just a it's a shit show you're right gage like the whole thing is just it's a shit show, and they're lucky that they have a really good team. And Brock Purdy seems like he might be a good player, but I, I mean, I still think that's too early to say. And I feel like people are just penciling him in to be you know, like a franchise quarterback. And it's like, oh, it's, I'd like to see a little bit more. Yeah. Um, it's like, but I, go ahead. I don't need to cut you off. I just got a lot to say about this team. <laughs> go for it, no, bro. This... I do too. I'm going to let you go. It's just. I'm glad we're starting here with Trey Lance because there's so much to say about it, and it's just, I don't know. Like, do, do you guys think, straight up ass, like, do you guys think Trey Lance is good or we will have, ever be good? I We, we haven't That's had an, enough sample. Like, we had a tiny little sample size last year. Yeah, it's an unfair um, question. Will he ever be good, if you had to guess? I think so. I th- yeah, I think, he, I think he will. I think they're selling out on him way too early. Like, I was just talking to a, uh, talking to my pops the other day about it why like you you really bought in on this guy did everything you could to trade up to get this guy um he got injured i mean he wasn't doing bad the game the game he started last year gets injured really early on has a has a few hiccups here in the, in the preseason why not give him a, a chance to prove himself in the first game first couple weeks and then maybe keep him on a really tight leash and if he starts to fuck up or something, then, okay, now we know for sure maybe this isn't our guy. But, I mean, in, in essence, it's kind of like selling in, not only on Brock, but having all this trust in Sam Darnold as the backup, which, I mean, I have no idea why. This guy's been with every team in the league, and he's only been in the league for a short time, it's, I feel like. It's but, because he's had a solid preseason. I think they're overreacting on his performance in the preseason. I agree. And... Go ahead. What they should have done, looking back at it, is they should have just they tried to do like the Mahomes thing, where it's like they he sits for a year, he comes in take the reins. In reality, they he, he needed to play, so they should have just thrown him out there, right when they drafted him, 
Yeah. Yeah, they should. Maybe he sucked right away, but at least you would know after a year. Um, if you weren't gonna play him, then why trade up that? <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like, I, I really don't understand it. Um, so no, I, I get like the drafting a, a your so-called franchise quarterback and letting him sit behind a guy who had experience in the league, but I don't get, like you said, Trent, like going all out and selling selling all these picks to get this guy just to let him go before he's even played three games in the NFL. Um, I mean. Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't. They sought out on him way too fast. I think he's gonna he's gonna sit for a while behind Dak. I mean, he's not going there to, to play. And let's be honest, I don't know yeah. what his career like outlook is gonna look like. Uh, but yeah, what what a shit show over there, man. <laughs> and with with all that said, they're still like a top five team in the NFL probably <laughs> right so <it's>, no. <laughs> they're gonna run so through this division crazy. yeah it, it's, it's insane crazy to think how how bad they fucked that up in terms of like asset management and they still are just like most loaded roster in the NFL oh yeah yeah it's insane so. let's uh let's pivot a little bit let's let's stay on the Niners but let's pivot let's talk about you know what we kind of expect to look or what we can expect to look for this coming season. Their win total set at 10.5, which I think is extremely low, but it's uh, minus 162 on that over. Um, I like the over. I'm taking them over 10.5 wins. I think they win 12, 13 games this week. They have, or this uh, season. They kind of have a middle of the par schedule in terms of difficulty, but. Um, if you want to lay the juice with 162 and the over, I think that's. I hate saying the word free, but I think it's pretty. It's a pretty safe bet. I mean, you look at their schedule. I mean, they start off, Pittsburgh, L.A., the Giants, Cardinals. Realistically, they should be 4-0 going to that game against Dallas on Sunday night, or Monday night, whatever that week five or week six matchup is. Week five, God, I'm all over the fucking place. But um, yeah. I, I just no 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 no. That's all. I, I mean, I think this team's really good. I mean, I really don't have much other to say. They're they're my pick to come out of the NFC this year. Spoiler alert. But um, but yeah, I like this team a lot, and I'm a Brock Purdy believer. Yeah, I mean, you kind of you kind of hit it there on the head. I feel like ten and a half is kind of low. Uh, I haven't really looked too in depth to their schedule, but like you said, they kind of start off with a cakewalk. Um. I mean, they have, like you said, Trent, they have one of the best rosters on paper. Just right up there with the Eagles, I'd say. Um, I think it's better than they, they had the best defense in the league last year. Um, granted, they lost a couple of guys this offseason just simply because they couldn't pay them. Um, they lost a couple of edge rushers, Charles Aminihu, um, Samson Abukum, and then Emmanuel Mosley, along with uh, safety Jimmy Ward. Um, I mean, each of those players were were starters the entire year. Saw over 300 snaps on defense last year. Um, so losing those guys are going to be a couple uh, holes they have to fill. But I think, I mean, Joey Bosa is coming back. Uh, they got Tashawn Gibson coming back, and they also picked up uh, Javon Hargrave from from Philly, which just makes that just makes that line even nastier than it already is. Yeah, uh, you. Um, I know you met Nick Bosa. You accidentally said Joey, but it is Joey. Yeah. 
Well, Nick Nick Bosa is still holding out, isn't he? Is he's he? A contract. Yeah, yeah. He's he hasn't he hasn't reported to uh, any any yeah. offseason, any camp, training camp or anything. You're right. Uh, I'm sure it'll get ta- it'll get uh, care of. Has to. Yeah, he's the best really player good. on your roster, I and mean, he it ha- you got to pay him. Yeah, yeah, he probably he is. I think he is too. So um, they do have a pretty easy schedule. I do think that Pittsburgh game is going to be super super interesting. Week one, I, what is that line? Um, I bet you that line's only. Let's find out. Half maybe. Um, Niners two and a half. Yeah, I'll pull it up right here. Speaking on the uh, Nick Bosa thing, according to Ian Rappaport. The Niners offer is substantial, and I'm confident that the deal will be made and make Bosa the highest paid edge rusher in the NFL. So, respectfully, so question mark. I think so. Yeah, him and yeah. Uh, T.J. Watt. But um, yeah, Niner, Niners go to Pittsburgh Week One. Yeah, they're only two and a half point favorites Week One. Ooh, I nailed, I nailed that line. But that's because yeah, um, kind of like, uh, isn't Purdy still technically? questionable or am I tripping well he played he played in the preseason he's still I mean I think he's like still not 100% but he's gonna play okay um, it's it's like it's, it's like a from what I was reading it's kind of like a dead arm thing where like he just has to get his arm up strength yeah um, but he's gonna play I mean he can move around and he can still throw it's just he just might not have the arm strength dude that two and a half <laughs> I know we're not doing let week me, one. Me, I know we're not doing. On, uh... Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just. I was just gonna say. I know we're not doing week one picks, but that two and a half is fucking screaming at me right now. Why should I not take that? You like the nine? I think I like. I think I like Pittsburgh in that game. Whatever. We'll save it for later. Go ahead, Gage. Yeah, kind of going back to the the fumbling of the bag. Um, they didn't have any picks this up uh, this most previous draft in the first two rounds and their third round oh yeah go ahead took a kicker <laughs> took a kicker it took jake moody granted he's a fuck he's a dog um they also picked up alabama's tight end um latu can't remember his first name um and then Cameron. a safety from penn state so i mean granted they don't need any more help on the offensive side of the ball and obviously robbie gold is Probably a great grandpa at this point. He's getting um, up there. But yeah, I mean, I, I think they're over, and them to win the division, I, I think you can pencil it in. I think whoever's at quarterback, Brennan, it's Brock Purdy or, or Sam Darnold. I think they have one of the easiest jobs outside of any other quarterback in the league with Kyle Shanahan's system, and I mean, just the lethal weapons they have everywhere on that offense. Um, like I said, their their defense. Have some holes in you, Phil, but I really think they're they're going to be just as good as they were last year. It pissed me off watching them in the championship game. Yeah, um, I think if Brock stays healthy, I think they win that game because they. I mean, they stayed with Philly for the first half without a fucking quarterback. Yeah, with fucking uh, McCaffrey out slinging hail marys. Yeah. I felt so bad for him watching that, bro. He had to do everything. Yeah, and he still was. I mean, yeah. he was getting the shit done. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, I mean, he's the best running back in football. We we haven't even touched on him yet, and I don't think we're going to go too much in on him, but that's out of respect just because everybody knows how fucking good he is. 
But um, yeah, they're one sixty five to win the division and one sixty four at their over ten and a half wins. I think I agree with you, Gage. Both are pretty safe safe bets. Um, if you want to lay the juice, but top to bottom, this this I put this roster up with with any team in the NFL. I mean, McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Ayuk. I mean, use check. I mean, he's nothing insane, but the way they use him, he's so dominant and valuable. Kittle. Imagine Jamar on that team. Dude, holy shit. They, I mean, they wouldn't be able to afford all these guys long-term, but, like, you'd, imagine if they drafted one of those guys. You'd have them right imagine now. Micah, imagine Micah Parsons with oh, yeah. that front seven. Yeah. Yeah. Or Patrick Sertan in the, in the secondary. I mean, um... I was just so I, I haven't even given my pick, but uh, two two quick notes. I I do think they kind of fucked the draft up, but like you said, Gage, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think Jake Moody's hurt, and Zane Gonzalez, their kicker on the roster, has also got hurt. I think in their preseason last preseason game, but that's kind of that's kind of on on par with, with what the Niners seem to do every year is get hurt. Yeah. Um, but their the roster's really good, so I don't, I don't think it really matters that they whiffed on their draft, although I do like Jair Brown. Um, that's, and then, that's a safety, right, out of Penn State? Yeah, yeah, okay. he's pretty good. Um, so, and also, Austin, Nick Chubb's better. Nick Chubb's the best right back in football. Don't, don't, don't do that. No, but if Robbie we'll hurt, if Robbie Gold gets hurt, I'm, I'm pretty sure Kip, Christian McCaffrey will be the next kicker, and he'll be just fine. <laughs> Who else is doing that? I'm not saying I'm not. We're talking about a running back. Okay, oh, you're kicker. He's a jack of all trades. Running, He's great. He's the pure, best receiving running back ever. Pure running back. Better. Pure running back. Sure, I, I, I understand your your argument for Chubb, but I just, I think Nick or uh, McCaffrey is the most dominant running back. I think he's the most playmaking ability. Most versatile. Most versatile. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. His versatility makes him elite. Uh, yeah, but I'll I'll go the over ten and a half as well. So I guess we're all all there. I think they do start off uh, at worst three and one there. Right. And then they have a couple other cupcakes. Uh, you know, Arizona again, Tampa Bay. Uh, they get the Rams again, obviously. They have two pretty pretty lousy teams in their own division. They should really go four now. And Shanahan owns McVay too. Correct. So, um. I'll take their over, but I do have some still have some questions about this team. So I don't know if they'll be my favorite in the NFC, but I think they, they clear ten and a half. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's uh let's pivot to one of these uh teams in this in uh agony right now, I guess you could say, in the Cardinals. Um They are not good <laughs> to say the least. They finished four and thirteen last year. Um, struggled really on both sides of the ball. Their t- win total right now is set at four and a half. They got a new head coach, new coordinators, new GM. Uh, Monty Austin Fort's taken over. He was the Titans' director of player personnel the last few years. Um, had a really good draft that we'll get into in a second. But Jonathan Gannon, Eagles' defensive coordinator, and did you? Have you guys seen the videos of him when he was, like, first hired and he was, like, going around the facility and, like, dapping up the players and everything and oh, just, yeah, hella goof, so just hella goofy? 
so cringy. <laughs> he, he had one interaction with Rondell Moore, right? That was just... He was just that like, made me like want to just turn my phone off. Yeah, I, I forget. We'll have to find it, but it was just he was like, "We gonna blow the top off or deep balls." It was just some weird shit, and he was just kind of weird. But he was born in Cleveland, yeah. though, Trent. Fun fact: went to uh, San Ignatius, Cleveland, San Ignatius. You did your homework, huh? I did. Shout out San Ignatius, top twenty-five high school team in the nation. One of the biggest fucking high school offensive lines I've ever seen in my life. But, uh, yeah, John Gannon, new head coach. Uh, Drew Pedzing is their new offensive coordinator. Um, he was quarterback coach last few years with the Browns. Um, yeah. Nick Rallis is their new – Nick Rallis is the new D.C. He's the youngest coordinator in the NFL. He's only 29. But um, he was on staff with with Gannon when he was in Philly. Um, Rallis was the uh, deep, uh, linebackers coach. But um, – We think um... – Murray's out in the first couple weeks, right, with that with his ACL still? The first four games. So we're going to see David Blau and the boys? Is that who we're expecting? Colt McCoy is the starter. Oh. No, he's not. Colt no? McCoy just got, uh, he's got cut. Yeah, he's out. Wait, what? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Josh Dobbs who they just traded. Holy fuck, they did just trade for Josh Dobbs. I did just see that. Or or Clayton Toon, their, uh, their rookie. Rookie out of Houston, yeah. So I totally yeah. forgot that they cut uh, McCoy. I think they cut him uh, yesterday. Yeah, on to. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Holy but, shit, uh, dude. I mean, yeah, you, you, you guys kind of said it. This team is really bad. Um, they're tanking, obviously. And they have they have two picks. They have the, their pick and the Texans' pick, so... They could uh, have two top five picks. Expect, yeah, which would be ideal for them. I know we uh, we tweeted about the Isaiah Simmons trade, which seventh, I don't seventh round really game. understand them at all. Like, I get they maybe didn't want to pay him, but wouldn't you rather rather roll the dice and see if he pans out this year, and then doesn't, then you can just let him walk, and if he does, then you can pay him it's not like you're paying anybody else on this this roster so unless they were going to get like a fourth round pick for him i don't know why they trade him for a seventh round pick zero sense to me yeah that that trade was pretty bad completely out on the dude but that was a yeah that was a weird move but it kind of just goes along with their theme this offseason just i mean the entire their entire roster just turned over um i mean they lost d hop they lost JJ, not JJ, uh, TJ. Yeah, JJ Watt yeah, yeah, JJ. To retirement. Right. Yeah, they lost um, Ronnie Hudson to retirement. I mean, respectfully, at one point in their careers, they were all probably the best at their at their position. Um, they lost Byron Murphy. He was signed with the Eagles, I want to say. No, it wasn't yeah, the Eagles. The, the Vikings. Yeah. Sorry, the Vikings. Um, and then Ed Rusher, Marcus Golden are gone too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that it's – it's just kind of going with what they want to do this year, which is not win ball games. And I think maybe Isaiah is going to help them win games that they just don't want to win. If I had to guess, I'm just that was a weird move in my opinion as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as as far as like this season, what like if you're a Cardinals fan, like what is there to be excited about? 
Nothing. <laughs> I mean, literally nothing. Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson, yeah. Shout out Columbus. Yeah, he. Uh, Paris Johnson. He, he's expected to start at Gojolari. From LSU. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Paris Johnson is expected to play guard for them this year, believe it or not. But, yeah, I mean, they. Is he really? Yeah. He's not playing tackle? Uh, I just read a report that he was seen these last few weeks taking first team reps as a guard. They're really trying to tank. Who are they going to fucking play a tackle? I know they got um, Kelvin Beachum. And who is their left tackle? Let me see. DJ Humphreys. DJ, DJ Humphreys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for Josh Dobbs. Oh, he's a really good guy, all accounts. And, great, uh, uh, great TikTok follow. Does really good, really cool day in the lives. Shout out Josh Dobbs. You know? Do you know he's a uh, he's a literal rocket scientist? I did not. Is he really? Like he's a fucking like genius. I did not know that. I love him. I love watching him on TikTok though. <laughs> Yeah, this team. Uh, a little side note, Trent, real quick. Um, Drew Drew Petzing, um coming over from the Browns, quarterback. He was their quarterback coach, so that could make this offense even more abysmal than we think it might be. Because he might bring, he might try to bring over the Browns style or Ken Stavansky's like offensive <laughs> playbook with. Him. <laughs> That's just gonna be dumpster fire. <laughs> dumpster fire. I mean, this, there's no way to slice it. This team's gonna be really bad. Uh, they have good tight ends, I guess, or theoretically. Like, Trey McBride was supposed to be good. He's still young, and Zach Ertz is... Still kicking. Zach Ertz is just, just cash on check at this point. Yeah. You know? So, it's depressing, man. But if they somehow... Uh, the, I guess the one storyline is, like, the Kyler thing and, and what they do with him. Because it could be, like, a Justin Fields situation where they get a top pick and then just trade it and roll with Kyler because right. they might have two picks anyway. So let's say they get, ideally they would get Marvin Harrison and then trade out of the quarterback pick and restock the roster. Or they could just say, fuck it and take Williams or Drake May. I think, I think they could have a quick turnaround in terms of rebuild, but it's going to be really bleak. The only reason you could take the over four and a half confidence is just to say that the number is too low there's nothing that you can point to on the roster or the team that's like i'm gonna take the over because of this because of x nothing like what are you gonna say clayton toon like you really like him so the only reason you could say that is because oh it's four and a half it's really low i think they i think they i think they go like two and 15 so yeah i I, I like the under also and the books are on the under minus 142 for the under plus 110 for the over um, this team would be lucky to win three or four games. I think I agree, Trent. I, I could very well see them going two and fifteen, three and fourteen. Like this team stinks. They got they got a brutal schedule too. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now, and I can. I I want to say they can beat the Rams, but I don't think they can. And you look at maybe at Houston. I mean, I'm sure they're still going to be underdogs in that game. Um, I. Do you guys see? I don't know if you guys are looking at the, the schedule now, but yeah, I don't see any I games. I can't see them being favored in any game. I mean, they could be. I see. I mean, I think they lose at Washington. 
to, to start the season. They're going to um, they're going to be they'll, o- be they'll be zero and five before they play a division Rams. game. Yeah, yeah. If, if that Washington line's under seven, I'd take the the Commanders for sure. Yeah, so I don't know what that line is, but uh, yeah, they they shouldn't be. There's, I I don't think there's any way they beat the Commanders. What do you so, got, Gage? That's seven on the dot. Seven. God, I'm pretty good at this shit. <laughs> Yeah, Gage, you're right. They're they're they'd be lucky to win two games. On paper, on paper, you could give them the nod over maybe hosting the Rams. And paper then, on what paper? What? That's what I'm saying, dude. I can't. I I cannot <laughs> being favored to win a football game. Yeah, they stink, dude. Holy fuck, they stink. Let's just stop talking about it. Yeah, we under. We, yeah. Under. <laughs> And uh, this is talk an... to us. We'll, we'll talk to the card about the Cardinals next year when they have uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and maybe Kate Williams. Yeah, um, let's just get let's just get the trash out of the way. Let's 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 move on to the Rams, which is unfortunate because I love Matt Stafford and I love Cooper Cup, but his team also is just in this this May right now. They're over under set at six and a half. This roster, dude. Holy fuck. Like, this roster is not good. For those listening at home, I'll give you uh, let's, let's play a uh, trivia game here. Give me two Rams defensive players, and I'll give you one Aaron Donald. I'd be absolutely shocked if anybody can do that. Even though I could. Like, I don't even know who they're... Jordan. I don't, Jordan Fuller, their, shout, like, sec- shout Jordan out. Fuller is probably their most second, like their most well-known second other player. Obviously. Yeah, maybe like Ernest Jones. I mean, listen, listen to this list of just defensive players that they let go, they traded or let go. Obviously, traded Jalen Ramsey, right? But Leonard Floyd, Greg Gaines, who is a very good defensive tackle, Ashawn Robinson, Bobby Wagner, Troy Hill, David Long, Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott. Like they let Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. They let one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine starters on defense go. Like traded or didn't re sign. Like they're just gone. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> and they're all and they pl- still didn't do much to, to recover from that. <laughs> they had fourteen players in the draft and who the fuck did they draft? I mean, Byron Young in the first round is soft, is okay, but like, or not first round, um, third round, but like. You thought the you thought the Rams had a first round pick? No, they. I know they traded him for fucking uh, ten years. Yeah, but Byron Young out of Tennessee is not bad, but like, holy fuck, dude! They have one pick in the first seventy-five draft picks this year, and they still made like, I think they still drafted like fifteen players. They drafted they fourteen all players, these, like sixth round picks. 14 players, it was the most in the draft. They had one, two, three, four fifth rounds and three sixth rounds. Like, how many seventh rounds? Three. But, like, higher defense is going to be, like, brand new. They're going to be horrible. They are, they are a Stafford or Cup, God forbid, knock on wood. I don't want to see either of them get hurt, but they are a Stafford or Cup injury away. From being as bad as the Cardinals and and maybe winning two games, which is insane to say considering they won the Super Bowl two years ago. 
Yeah, they went they went all in for the Super Bowl, and it, I mean, give them credit, it paid off. I don't think it's a good, despite that it that it did work. I don't think it's a good strategy because, I mean, just look at their team now. If they would have one plague doesn't go their way, then they're looking at a fit like they're basically their whole plan was a was a failure, and they have no future. So. Um, I'm not sure why Aaron Donald is still sticking around. Wasn't he like wanting to retire? So what's? Yeah, he was flirting with it. I would be so mad if I was him on this defense. Like, I just don't get it, dude. Like, I understand wanting to, wanting to win and wanting to win now. I get that, but like selling your entire franchise or your entire future to do so is is beyond me. I don't. That I don't necessarily understand. Like, I mean, he's signed. He's going into his second year of his uh, three-year deal for ninety-five mil. Um, but I'm pretty sure that he could still opt out. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't... Aaron Donald. Yeah, it says that the Rams gave him a landmark raise uh, this upcoming year, whatever that means. So I'm sure he's just at this point he's just doing it for the money because um, he signed a huge fucking contract because outside of him offense might if he doesn't make the tackle the offense might score every play I mean they're going to be bad dude like they're going to compete with the Cardinals bad like their schedule yet yeah let's pull up their schedule I'm pretty sure it's middle of the pack but line is horrible too and it was horrible last year and yeah, I mean, Stafford is just – you feel like Stafford a couple hits away from another injury. Holy Cooper shit, Cup, dude. You never know with his schedule or his uh, injury history. Dude, this, so. this schedule is brutal. You start off Seattle, I mean, San Fran, Cincinnati. That's 0-3. Then you go to Indiana – or uh, Indianapolis. Then you host Philly. Like, you get Pittsburgh, Dallas, Green Bay, Baltimore, Saints. Like. <laughs> I mean, week 13 to the end, they're not winning a game. Browns, Ravens, Washington, Saints, Giants, Niners. No. They're not winning a game. No. And right there in the middle. I can mi- see them. In the middle. I can see them sweeping Arizona. Yeah, but in I the... I can see him beating Indy, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. What's their, what's their total? It's six and a half, and I'm all over the under already. God. Where do, they, where do they see seven wins? There's no shot, dude. And the book, or yeah, Vegas kind of shows that. Under six and a half is minus 134. Over six and a half is plus 110, but... I mean, I get... Maybe at Green Bay, but I mean, you're you're still playing in Lambeau week nine, middle of the season, right? There's on no, November. I'm sure there's no there's just no way. There's no shot. There's no shot. This team wins seven games. Absolutely not. And you know, with with us saying that, you should probably rock with the over. <laughs> I they, think Trent's thinking. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about it just because I just because I don't want us to be all aligned, but first two stories on ESPN about the Rams is first story is how Matthew Stafford can connect with his teammates 
Second story is wife. Stafford struggles to gel with young Rams. <laughs> wife is like this guy's just come, coming back home and like, man, I just can't can't click with these guys. He's like, dude, this fucking uh, work sucked today. So I, I just, I don't think I can go the over, man, because no. even if, like, best, what's the best case scenario? They're rookies. It, and Stafford stays healthy, and Cooper Cup stays healthy all year, and they have like a top ten offense. Maybe they could. I mean, somehow Cam, Cam Akers is somehow just on the back of of Stafford and Cup. But I just don't. I don't see any hope for their defense. Like their defense no. is going to be horrid. Like, it's look at their cornerback room. Who the fuck is starting a cornerback for them? It's going to be bad, dude. Their defense is going to be really, really bad. Darion Kendrick and Kobe Durant. Demarcus Davis, Tyson Davis. Um, who knows? Joe Schmo, like nobody. But you do you do gotta take into account Stenson Bennett. Dog. Who? That's where this that's where they're seeing the seven wins. Because they're gonna start off 0 and five. Well, they're gonna bench Stafford. And you know what? Stafford's out of there. <laughs> little Ben little Bennett coming in. And he's going on a run, dude. You see him make like two solid ball or two solid throws in preseason, and there's one tweet I forget who tweeted it out, but they're like, "This is why Stetson Bennett is a national champion. This is why he will succeed in the NFL." And he threw like a like a 15 yard dig that like, I mean it was a good ball, but like it was 15 yard comeback route, and the guy caught it. And it was like, "That's a great throw by a great NFL." I'm like, dude, what? What are we doing? Blazing. They need to get Caleb Williams too. Do they have their first round pick? Um, first round pick let me double check. Right? I'm not too sure. Let me find out here. Maybe this is why Sean McVay and, and Aaron Donald are still sticking around. Is they're just they're gonna also tank and they bring Caleb Williams to LA and then all of a sudden like yeah, that'll they, be a, they do that'll be big. They do hold their own first and second round picks this year. Okay, so um, I, I see the vision, and the vision is they're going <laughs> to lose a bunch of games and tank, so give me the under. Dude, it's going to be Arizona and Arizona, the Rams, and Tampa Bay fucking fighting for that first pick. Just everybody's tanking. Oh, yeah. You know what's wild is, like, this This is just really, it, you know, put as much stock into this as you will, as you want to, but... They drafted all these rookies, so you think they'd be like pretty competitive in, in preseason. And their last preseason game, they've they been went getting, 0 in the preseason. They've been the getting cooked. Forty-one to zero. They've been getting cooked. They lost. They lost by 17, 17, and forty-one in their preseason games. <laughs> so, like, take that with, with a grain of salt, I guess. This but, team like, is so bad. Yeah. Dude, they, I... That that line is way too. It's high. So yeah, give me the give me the, the big fat under. Yeah, we're all on the under there. I did. They did win me a lot of money in twenty one though. They bet them preseason to win the Super Bowl, but those days are long gone. I'm excited to talk about Seattle, man. I think I think they're gonna make some noise, and I'm being honest. I do too. Yeah, let's uh, let's touch on them right now. Seattle's win total set at eight and a half. They went, I believe, nine and eight. Yeah, nine and eight last year. Second in the division behind San Fran. Beat Garrett and the boys, man. They're 
they're looking really fucking good. I mean, they obviously brought in J- – they had one of the better drafts, bringing in JSN and uh, Devin Witherspoon, corner out of Illinois. Um, that secondary is young and talented. Tariq Woolen, Devin Witherspoon, Kobe Bryant out of Cincinnati. This team's going to be fucking good. They're going to be really good if they can stay healthy. I have one of the best wide receiver rooms in, in, in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think the Bengals have the best, but I agree. I think Seattle is is a clear number two. And yeah, This is such a fun, like you guys said, this is such a fun team. Yeah. Whether you think they're going to be, like, really good and compete for the division or not, like, secondary is so much fun to watch. Like, Tariq Woolen and Devin Witherspoon are just boatloads of fun. Mm-hmm. Football fan, um, and then like JSN, um, you know, he's he's banged up, and there's a question if he's going to play Week One. But JSN, like, I I still don't get how he fell to twenty. Like he was, he has the highest zero percent bust rate. Like he's just gonna be good flat out. Like if you watched him in in college, he's just going to be good. So I don't know why teams they let him fall to to the twentieth pick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he I'm like, led. Bias. I don't give a shit. He's going to be really fucking good. Like, there's no way he misses. Yeah, that that year when Ohio State had Fields and um, Garrett Wilson, Olave, and JSN, when I think he was a sophomore, I'm pretty sure he led the team of targets that year. But yeah, I think he was a steal at 20. Devin Witherspoon, I think, is going to be really, really good. Um, they got a lot of good young talent, dude. I mean. Just talked about JSN and, and their draft picks from this year, but you got Ken Walker. I mean, DK Metcalf is still pretty young. Charles Cross and Abraham Lucas, their the draft draft picks from last year. They're starting. They're both. They're solidified as their starting tackles. Like, they're good, man. They're gonna be really fucking good. And then they did a lot on defense. They weren't uh, in terms of against the run. They finished thirtieth last year, but I mean, they brought back Bobby Wagner. Bringing in Draymond Jones, Ohio State GOAT, uh, Devin Bush, Mario Edwards, Julian Love gives them a little bit of help in the secondary, but they made some moves in, in the off uh, in the offseason to get better on defense. We we all know how good Geno Smith or uh, how good Geno Smith could be. Um pretty sure it was he comeback player of the year last year, but eighth in the NFL pass eighth in passing yards, fourth in touchdowns, led all NFL starters in completion percentage. I mean, he had more touchdowns than Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Like, this offense has potential to be top five in the NFL. Yeah, they were, they were like you said, Trent, a fun team to watch. And I think people refer to them as America's team last year just because the story of Geno Smith and the the kind of star-studded season that he had. Um, and they only got better on the offensive side. Um, I don't think you guys mentioned – Charbonnet has yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. through the draft from UCLA. And, I mean, him and, and Kenny Walker, I mean, that, that one-two punch could be nasty. We just don't really know what it's going to look like yet. Sure. Um, I think both of them are fighting some injuries right now throughout the preseason. So it's kind of been DJ Dallas and Mac, uh, McIntosh. I think he's from Georgia. Yeah, Kenny um, McIntosh. Yeah, they're kind of holding down the backfield right now. But I, I as big of a fan as I am from San Fran, like, I think this would be my second favorite team. I think they're really exciting to watch. Their defense is going to be unreal, and their offense just – their offense has potential. I mean, they they 
they showed last year that sometimes they just go flat. But I think I think they're gonna be fun to watch, and I I love their over. I can see ten wins on their schedule right now, and yep. I can see them winning games that people probably won't expect them to win with just how much talent they have on their roster. Yeah, I agree. I like I like that over eight and a half, and people forget how good Tyler Lockett is. I think he kind of goes under the radar year in and year out. I mean, thousand yard guy from last year. DK was a thousand guy yard last year. I think DK. Uh, got a lot of overrated talk and got a, kind of a lot of hate leading into last year. And I think he showed last year he can be a, you know, a number one target. And uh, Gage, I agree with you. I mean, I, I'm looking at their schedule right now and I see 10 or 11 wins. I mean, they have a chance to start the season 4-0, if not 3-1. Really, First one, two, three, four, five, six games. They they could easily easily be looking at five and one. Five yeah. five and one, four or two. Like you go LA at Detroit, Carolina, Giants, and then Cincinnati. I think uh Yeah, I mean I, it's gonna be weird because I think we're all gonna have the same picks for the whole division. Um I think it's alright because this division is like it's obviously pretty cut dry. It's very yeah, you cut have two dry. Top dogs and you have two bottom feeders. Like it's pretty. It's pretty easy. Right. I mean, I I, I guess so. I, I like their linebacker unit. Uh, Boye Mafe, Austin. You mentioned Bobby Wagner. He's left in the tank. Jordan Brooks is good. Uh, I guess the concern would might be their pass rush, uh, a little bit, where they don't really have like a dominant pass rusher. Yeah. Mon Jones is good. Uh, like a really good uh, run defender and he can get off the pass rusher a little bit but he's not like a prototypical you know sack guy so that would be the concern i do think the defense is going to be is going to be good and like i said i I just love that secondary man um if i was going to be a skeptic you'd have to turn to geno smith and can he replicate what he did last year because that was kind of the outlier year of his of his career and I think we're all like big Geno Smith fans. I think that's pretty documented. But if I was playing devil's advocate, that would be the, I guess, the card I would play. Um, and I do think the schedule get a little tough. Um, they do have the 11th hardest schedule in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, they, they have a stretch. It's kind of back heavy, stretch though. In November and December, where they go, <laughs> they go. Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. I can uh, see them. I can see them splitting with San Fran and beating the Eagles. That's. I think that's the big one that stands out to me. Is I think they they can beat the Eagles. Wow, wow. You heard it so, here. So that that number, the total is only eight and a half. Um, that seems low to me. Yeah, right? I agree. You, Maybe it, it could be because of the schedule. Because, um, I mean, they have other t- – they, they play the – they play the interesting boards, right? So they play the – those Browns and Bengals and Ravens. So those are also tough games. So th- there are a lot of tough games on the schedule at Tennessee, you know, at the Giants, at the Lions. So the more I look at it, the, this is kind of a tougher schedule. Um I guess I don't know, man. 
I don't want to go under because I really like this team. But you guys are... I feel like we can't all have the same picks. We, we have, can. This we is have, one of those divisions where I think any listener can agree with us, us as well. We absolutely can, dude. Fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, and we didn't even mention Pete Carroll, who's just oh, a ray shine. You know, who doesn't like Pete Carroll? Right. Point. He's just, you see him, see him diamond up the defense. You know? <laughs> yeah. You get, get, get out of the pocket. He's, that dude has to be like, just like snorting lines in, in the facility <laughs> or just like jacked up on Red Bull all the time. I've met, he's got more energy than me. I'm 26 in his 70s, so he's just loving life, he's got, man. He's got a great football I know, team. Dude. I dude. I envy that man. He's got a nice, nice throw on the run too, across his body. Elite. So almost yeah. as elite as the fucking left center fielder that from tonight. Do you guys see that fucking throw? He almost picked or double off uh, Tyler at third, but he went glove side. Oh, Spinning throw, spinning throw off his back foot, almost doubled him up from the from deep center field. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. Unreal. But he should never, should never back up again. But. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, are you you were on the over, right, Trent? I mean, you have to. Yeah, fuck it. I guess I guess I'm on the over. You said it yourself, dude. This division is pretty cut and dry. Like you have to. Is and I'm I'm just generally lower on the Rams. Like I think the Rams, if my hot my hot take would be Rams, my extremely hot take would be the Rams finish below the Cardinals. So, I, see, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that's extremely hot. I do think it is. It, it, it's a little spicy, but I don't think it's extremely hot. Like that's a real possibility. I think the Rams. I think. Like I said, I see the vision with the Rams. Like it's all kind of clicked for me, and I think, I think they're, they're have their eyes set on Caleb Williams because they tried to get they tried to get Matt Stafford to take a pay cut, and he was like, "Nah, fuck you guys. I got I won you a Super Bowl." Right. I don't blame Stafford for Hell that. Hell no. Um, but the the writing's on the wall. Like they want to move on, and if McVay's still going to coach, I think he he wants to go after top QB. So. Fucking NFC West, dude. What a division. This might be the most lopsided division in the NFL. Have you ever seen a team like the Rams? I know I just keep talking about the Rams, but like, have you ever seen a team built like that? No. That's kind of, in the NFL, that's the one of the weirdest team builds ever. I mean, it's literally Stafford, Cup, Donald, and the boys. Stars and scrubs strategy. <laughs> Like it's crazy. <laughs> like, like Aaron Donald's like one of the best defensive players ever. Cooper Cup had the best wide receiver season ever. Matt Stafford just carried you to a Super Bowl, and the rest of the team is like gone. Rookies Georgia and practice squad. What'd you say? I said the rest of the team is rookie rookies or practice squad guys. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad, man. But uh, what's not bad is the AFC North. And a lot of people have been asking about the AFC North. It is coming. Um, we wanted to save it for last. We figured with it being arguably the best division in football that um, 
we would kick off the start of the regular season with the AFC North, but it's coming. AFC North, NFC North. We also have our NFL extravaganza show. We just had our college football one where we broke down every division or uh, every Power Five conference. Go check it out. Part one and two are up right now. But next week, we're going to have our NFL special show where we're just going to go run through every division winner. We're going to have our playoff picks, our Super Bowl predictions. We're going to talk future pro- We're going to p- props, future bet. Like, we're going to do everything. It's going to be a nice, fun, fun, exciting way to kick off the regular season. But, um, yeah, man, we're almost here. Almost maybe even, maybe even a few guest appearances here and there. Yeah. I think, I think we should start incorporating that a little bit to hear from our viewers and, and their takes as well. Yeah. We, we, uh, we, we, we got, we got some stuff lined up. We're, uh, we, we're waiting on a couple, uh, get backs, but, uh, we got some stuff lined up that some guests will definitely be coming on, but, um, stay tuned, man. Appreciate you guys. Sticking with us, uh, like I said, the content's only going to get better once football season starts, so we're excited for that to actually happen. But um, catch you guys next time, NFC North. Without further ado, we'll see you boys later.